Welcome to Top Secrets of Promotional Product Sales. How to increase sales, improve margins, and grow your business. Guaranteed. Now, David Blaze. Getting clients to switch from other companies. When, and this also applies a lot to newer prospects. So, just as the people who tend to apply price pressure are very often the newer prospects that you're dealing with, getting clients to switch from other companies or getting prospects, I guess it should say, to switch from other companies normally takes place among people who, who are new to us, obviously, because <laughs> if they're already buying from us, they've already switched from someone else. So when you're dealing with prospects and you want to get them to switch from another company, a couple things you want to find out as you're going through that process, if somebody says, I already have someone I'm dealing with, it's always, I think, a good idea to try to find out who they're dealing with. And the reason for that, particularly if you're dealing in a specific market, if you're dealing in a local market, like in a particular city or town or area, it's good to know who people are currently dealing with because that will give you a, a really good feel for who your competition is. Also, if you're selling in a particular market niche and you find out which other companies have a lot of this business, that's also going to tell you who you're dealing with and what you're up against. And in the Top Secrets of Promotional Product Sales Program, I believe, in the, in the original Top Secrets program, uh, we, we talked about you know, the idea of knowing your competition and, and knowing pretty much what they do and how they operate and whether they're good or whether they're not so good and all that sort of thing. If you know the strengths and weaknesses of your primary competition, it becomes a lot easier to counteract the I'm already doing business with someone approach. For example, in our market, in our promotional products market, when I was just getting started, uh, well, we did a lot of business actually nationally with the public television stations, but we also, when we decided to start targeting local geographic business, there were already people who were established there. And one of the things that I was able to find out when I would go into a local business and they'd say, we have someone that we're already dealing with. And I would always ask them, oh, who are you currently dealing with? And if they mentioned one particular person, one particular company, I knew that I was in great shape because that person was basically at that point sort of a hobbyist and was, was just sort of doing it part-time and, and not really great with follow-up. And so I knew exactly what I was dealing with. If they mentioned another company that was a much more serious competitor, that also told me what I was up against. And in each case, what it allows you to do is if you know who the competition is and you know how they operate then one of the things that you can do without specifically mentioning that, you know, hey, well, I understand they're bad at customer follow-up, or I understand they're bad at this, or I understand they don't answer their phones very often. One of the things that you can do is after they've told you who they're dealing with, you can sort of, you know, sort of change, uh, change subjects briefly, and then you can drop in little comments about negative things that they might have experienced with their existing company. Uh, so, for example, when I, when I would go in and, and they would tell me that they were doing business with this particular company, you know, I knew that this one particular company was not very good at, uh, at responding to phone calls because that's what I had heard from some of their other clients. So what I said to them is I said, well, listen, you know, if you're ever in a situation where you really need to reach someone and you know you need to get a call back and, and, you need, and, and I just added on a bunch of different things that, that this person was not particularly good at, uh, you know, give me a call. And, and I literally like, handed them the card as I was saying that because I wanted them to associate me and my card with that experience. So the second they had it, they would have, uh, they would have a fallback position. There was another company that uh, was, a, was a local screen printer that uh, we competed with, and I knew what they were like. I knew that they were 
terrible on the phone. I mean, they just, they always sounded like they were really busy and that they weren't particularly happy to hear from anybody and they always sounded distracted. So one of the things that I brought up in a conversation shortly after, uh, after distracting them, <laughs> going on to a different topic and then saying, well, you know, listen, if you're ever in a situation where you, you need some really good personal service and you need some good advice and you want to make sure that you're dealing with some real professional, and I didn't try to position it like they weren't. I'm not doing it as well uh, now as, as I did it with them in the conversation. But basically, you're, you're presenting yourself as the alternative to the negatives that your competitor has. So finding out first which other companies and then knowing how to counter position yourself is a good one. Looking at the advantages, you know, what are the advantages and having really strong advantages to doing business with you rather than doing business with the other company or, you know, rather than simply defaulting to lowest price. So you've got to have that list of things that you do better and differently and you've got to be able to rattle that off so that if people come up to you with either if they're talking to you about you know wanting to get a better price or if they talk about the fact that they're already established with someone else if you can you know if if you can have a way of positioning your strengths and your benefits and your advantages better than that other company that's going to give you a better likelihood of getting through the door. Now, it doesn't mean just rattling it off. If they say we're dealing with someone else and you say, oh, well, we're reliable and we're fast and we're this and we're that. I mean, it doesn't quite work like that. But if you can keep the person engaged in conversation and if you can be sowing those seeds and letting them know that, uh, that one of the reasons that people have switched to you in the past is that you're able to deliver consistently reliable service and a better quality product for a competitive price and, and all the things that people are likely to be looking for. When you frame it like that, it's more likely that they will at least give you some consideration. And, you know, another thing that, that is uh, rarely talked about but is also very important is that it needs to be really appealing to want to do business with you. There are some companies that it's just like, okay, well, I need to get this. I'm going to buy it from them, and that's it. And it's pretty much just a transaction. But the more appealing, enjoyable, beneficial, fun <laughs> you can make it to do business with you and do business with your company, the more likely people are going to be to want to do business with you. So you need to ask yourself, you know, how can I come across as more friendly, more personable, more knowledgeable, more responsive? Because if you do those things and if you become known for those things, it's a lot harder for other people to compete with you. So when you're looking at switching, look at those things. What other companies are they dealing with? Know their strengths and weaknesses. Be able and be prepared to talk about the advantage that you provide and make sure that doing business with you comes across as a, a much more appealing alternative. Increase sales, improve margins, and grow your business. Guaranteed. Top secrets. Top secrets. A promotional product sale.